0: I was aiming for James Hetfield circa 1992. Mm-hmm. So sort I of got somewhere between that and Lemmy. And then you get this. I don't really know you what you Pete call Scullion. it. Pete maybe, Scullion. Maybe one day I'll be famous enough.
1: Yeah. So this podcast, number one today, we don't know where it's going. It's just going to be a bit of nonsense. So I thought, Pete Scullion on board, we should probably have a safe word just in case the Pete Man starts waffling or I start waffling. So have you got any safe words for me so uh, we can each, either of us can pull the pin at any second.
0: Pull the pin. <laughs> make it sound pretty, uh, pretty devastating to, to say it. Um, I don't know. Um, let's go with Sammy's.
1: Okay, I'm going to be dreaming of chips this whole time now. But
0: okay. or we can make it spiced tandoori, seeing as we're going there later.
1: Okay, spiced tandoori.
0: Yeah. We'll try and keep the waffle to a minimum, but it's going to happen, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I'll be calling Spiced Tandoori a couple of times, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Um, so, yeah, where should we start, Pete? Well, what are we going to talk about, Joe? <laughs> that is to say that's probably the best thing to, place to start. Start at the beginning, finish at the end. Yeah. Something like that.
1: We'll start off, what's on your mind?
0: Oh, what's on my mind? Um, mostly the, the curry
1: the spice tandoori. That's the problem with having the safe word also a word that could be <laughs> used in discussion.
0: Um yeah, fair enough. Um shall we make this entire podcast about what a safe word's gonna be? Say it, not have to say it because it's been quite a focused discussion and then just end it there and it'll have nobody will listen to it. <laughs> uh, sounds about right, doesn't it? Sounds about right, yeah. Um what's the name of the company that runs the sawmill?
1: Um to know, used to be BSW. Maybe gonna, it still is. I don't know.
0: Just make the safer. I. I would highly doubt any of us are going to talk about BSW timber at any point. Not to be out, if we're if uh, we're looking for corporate sponsors of the podcast. If uh, any timber merchants are uh, interested, you know, should give us a shout.
1: Yeah, make a couple of door stops.
0: <laughs> Skirting boards. You name it.
1: Yeah, always useful. Um. So yeah, earlier today, I heard you say. In the breeze up the mountain, they all downhillers are lazy. Can you expand on this?
0: <laughs> I think um, that was when we were stood um, in your kitchen, actually. Yeah,
1: but it was actually yeah. It was on the um, post ride toast, smidge of butter. It's yeah. just the way Pete Man likes it.
0: <laughs> um, so much so I rarely have toast with butter on it. That's hmm. how much I like it. <laughs>
1: Keep it for special occasions. So yeah. So anyway, you were quoting I think it was to do with e-bikes and downhill, but
0: Well you see a lot of um downhills riding e bikes, don't you? Yeah. And I like suffering for my art, which means I'm an idiot. So I don't ride an e bike up a hill when I probably should. Because e yeah. bikes are pretty good, aren't they? Yeah. I've not
1: ridden one much, but yeah. I think I, think- I
0: might have been making that comment in jest to you and hoping <laughs> you wouldn't bring it up here.
1: And now it's been taken completely out of context. Then. Oh, yeah. You, don't, I mean, you can't defend your now point I'm, at all.
0: Now I'm trying to backpedal without the assistance of a motor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks Thanks for making me squirm. First uh, first question out of the gate.
1: Yeah, well, shall we move on? If you to want, if you want to. To Pete Man and his crazy dreams. Oh, yeah. Because we, we got on this topic, and I think it's fairly interesting. The... Uh, the way the brain works and the peat man's dreams.
0: I I don't know. Like I tend to, I'm quite lucky to have quite a stress free existence. Maybe it's ignorance, blissful ignorance, and just sort of don't really notice this stuff. But I think stress for me manifests itself in like ball tripping dreams. <laughs> yeah, and they don't happen often, but when they do, they are really like. If you Could take like, um, I don't try to think of a film like a Tim Burton film and then watch a Tim Burton film on some sort of psychedelics, that would be most of the stressy dreams I have.
1: Well, I'm not sure of this. Tim Burton, Tim Burton,
0: night, did uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, no, not for and me. he, I'm pretty sure, he directed the, the remake of um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory.
1: Ah, yes, so a little bit surreal,
0: yeah, <clears throat> just a little bit.
1: And have you had any epiphanies during these? Because this is a topic that interests me.
0: No, they all make like no sense whatsoever. Um, certainly, I, I would imagine somebody could read into my dreams and say, you know, you need to, you know, look at your relationship with your dog or something. I don't know. And you're like, I don't have a dog. I don't have a dog, but get a dog maybe. Maybe 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 I need a dog. Who knows? Um, but none. There's no. Seems to be no consistency with my dreams. It just they don't make any sense.
1: But they're there all the same. Yeah, interesting. Because I had um, a dream once when I was about seven, <laughs> and um, it was quite strange. Because I, I'm just praying, Pete. Man doesn't show show BSW at this moment, but
0: no, it's on topic, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I had um a dream once and I was on the run through a fairground and then the next day I was just thinking to myself for quite a long time have I ever been to a fairground before and I couldn't decide whether I had or not and I decided that at that moment that I was never going to have a dream again and I've not remembered a dream for the last 27 years or however long it is since then so
0: yeah, you've not. So you think you've either not dreamed or you can't remember having them.
1: Well, I certainly can't remember, and have never had any recollection of a dream since that dream yes. It was on that faithful se- uh, day in my seventh year of living when I uh, couldn't decide if it was a dream or not a dream, and I thought this could this could go south. So then, when people do tell me that they've had these vivid dreams, I'm a little bit concerned for them, just in case you get caught out here.
0: I mean, my, I think my dreams, certainly the ones that I tend to remember us have no sort of link to reality. Like I remember. I think so it that's was, why that maybe
1: you've gone too much. Or maybe I was on the, the edge, fluttering on the edge of what could be real and you go deep and then you're like, this clearly is a dream the next day.
0: Yeah. I mean, like the, probably the one, the recurring dream I used to have that made no sense to me and it was clearly just how stress manifests and. All I could see in the dream was like as if, and people always look at me funny when I say this, but it's like I was inside a lava lamp.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that doesn't make any sense. Why would a human be inside a lava lamp? But the dream starts and I know I've done something wrong. Uh,
1: okay. I don't
0: know what the thing is though. And then essentially a load of angry voices get louder and they, they multiply until it's sort of the dream gets to a certain point And then somebody tells me what I've done and get like gripped by that.
1: And then you're like, damn, damn. I spilt the milk over or something.
0: I think it's usually something a bit more um, like something worth worrying about. <laughs> I mean, at 36, I can just wipe the milk up. <laughs> that's, not mm. some, that's not something that play, plays on my mind an awful something lot.
1: i raid fear of... Uh...
0: Of milk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: milk, getting told, told off.
0: No, it's usually... And I can't remember any of the things that I've done, but it's usually something that would definitely be worth... Kicking your break's over, mm. and then I just wake up and I've got a funny taste in my mouth, and then I go back to sleep and hope it doesn't <laughs> happen again.
1: Interesting. What's the funny taste? You're intriguing me here.
0: I don't know. It hasn't happened in Burned a long toast time, or something. No, um, you made me some of that earlier. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I can't really tell. Ta- can't remember. It's not happened in years. Okay.
1: Well, no, take a note next time. I'll uh, I'll Let do a, I'll do a pH That'll test. Interesting. For you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about, Pete, man, when I give you a shout and I give you a message or a phone call and say, Pete, man, your services are required, um, what does that make you feel like?
0: Like, genuinely, it's happened enough times, and the same usually goes for a call with from Stu Thompson. Yeah. Could, like, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. Like, genuinely, I don't, you'll probably notice that I don't ask what we're doing you're just like, are you free? And I'm like, yeah, cool. Because it, like, how am I supposed to prepare for simultaneously playing the Lord and Savior, um, dressing up as a hamster, dressing up as a um, a mountain vagrant, like all of those things? Freddie Mercury. Freddie, M- Freddie Mercury. highlight. I thought I'd forgotten about that one. Maybe. Oh, and middle management. Middle management.
1: Mighty. Expanding your roles here.
0: Um, you know how? Do, how do you? How do I leave my house and prepare for any of those things? And then sometimes you get me to ride a bike. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of the things I, h- I hope I'm reasonably good at, but it seems to be a rarity, especially in that last one. I don't think there was, was there, there any?
1: There wasn't much bike riding by anyone in that one. That one went too far.
0: I got asked by more than one person, and like more than once. kind of playing it down a bit, like what we were on when we made that.
1: I know, Mega Charm, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, this is a concern I have because uh, people do think this.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, I just told them it was all just um, maybe an overdose of barley cup and fish fingers.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely an element of uh, what is going on here to the videos, especially when uh, you're involved.
0: Especially that one. of um... Particularly
1: that one, yeah. Well, I suppose it's because I had two stories going... And I was freaking out that I wanted to make them one story. And so then there was the working in the supermarket combined with the imaginary hamster. And it all got a bit much. I
0: mean, I think my favourite point, well, the combines my least and favourite point of that whole, um, I'm not going to call it a project because it sounds pretentious, but the whole uh, production of that thing was stood probably in about 27 degrees on the... Sure of lock locky in a hamster outfit like so hot that i was about to, like my sense of humor was about to fail and i think i'd been stood on an island in this heat waving in a hatchet at you stood in this hamster outfit for quite a while yeah
1: yeah you're the sort of evil native hamster yes. at this point
0: i think um and i think at a point when i pushed the hamster head up and was like joe man i, I really need to get out of this suit it's pretty unpleasant and you just looked at me and just said, Pete, man, I've done it. Fiona's done it. So just get on with it. And I was just like, if I was any closer, this hatchet would be coming straight at you. It was exactly not the thing I wanted to hear at that point.
1: I know. I'm not sure I'm the best motivational speaker. Or oh, motivation. definitely not. No,
0: definitely my, not. My toys were very much on the brim of the pram at that point.
1: Yeah, I do quite often come out with the just get on with it chat. <laughs>
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, tough love sometimes um, you need it, but no, that I was uh, wasn't ready for it. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, genuinely, like quite a lot of people concerned for our welfare.
1: I know. It. It's funny because I just see these things as a um, good, good quality surreal humour. Yeah, and um, I mean, who knows? Like, I mean, just like thing- to claim. Well, yeah, never done a. Never done a bit of drugs in my life. Again, not against it. I let people do what they want, but it's, yeah. not, it's not for me. I just I do don't the th- up, bit you, of clean living. You imagine so then people think who's this boy? You're clearly on something to make this content. I'm
0: like, nah. Just, just, just love it. You imagine what would come out if we were actually on something, but mind bending.
1: Well, I'm just not sure, but it's true. I feel like you you might alter your your chilled state of living, maybe, and then. uh could flip things on you, so just keep it chilled.
0: Keep it chilled. Do hoofs and ruts, dress yes. up in her in a silken bed sheet. Um
1: <laughs> try not to block the toilet.
0: Try not to block the toilet. Although you, you've given me plenty of I don't think that's the the real because 'cause I've got, you know, garden shears and a machete downstairs. <laughs> yeah. So uh that's not really I would say my pro my real concern was the first video we ever shot when we almost got caught by the vicar that
1: was close yeah that was uh, what was it one service at uh, once a month last uh, um, sunday of the month and we're just leaving the church after filming a scene well
0: i think i quite um clearly recollect the sign saying service on the fifth sunday of every month and me just thought, sort of thinking they can't enough. there can't be five sundays in a month but there clearly can be yeah and it was that sunday
1: I know, I would have felt bad because.
0: You would have felt bad. I was <laughs> stood at the altar in a bedsheet, you lunatic. I know, that's a funny I'm thing. I'm not sure how I would have dealt with that situation.
1: Well, the, the, the funny thing is, the Jesus character, which has been played numerous times by you, I don't think it's got anything against religion. He's a nice guy, sorting the boys out, giving us good advice.
0: I did put quite a lot of air in your brakes, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um,
1: so hopefully we'll get away with that.
0: <laughs> and keep getting away with it. Hopefully
1: we're keeping the moral, good moral stance there and not offending anyone.
0: I'm sure they'll let us know if we have. Yeah, surely. Offended people tend to let people know when they're offended, don't they? Yeah, so we're sitting pretty at the moment. I mean, I think going back to the original question, I do think we haven't had to say um, our favourite timber merchant yet. Mm-hmm. But I do remember the the other time where I was just like, it was. I don't think you'd even called me to say... Your services are required. We went to go skiing on Unich Moor. Oh yes, and then I remember we this. We were at the top of the hill and it was pretty cold. It was a nice day, but it was pretty cold as you, it, it will be at the top of a thousand metre mountain. And then I turned around and you were just holding the bed sheet. I was yeah. like, oh, Do I really have to get into my pants?
1: And then what did I say? Use my usual pep talk for you?
0: I think you just was <laughs> just, like, Well, we need on, Pete, just we, get on with it. We need to film, so just put it on. Yeah. Um, and yeah that was the one where you basically the storyline was that you were sending stuff in the Alps on a yeah on a sledged sledge off a
1: roof of a sort of hotel porch well, obviously then, which was good sledging going to extreme sledging because I jumped a mediumly small set of cliffs and it was ice instead of powder and got boot bang <laughs> so then just it was an unpleasant experience so I just took up sledging got in on the lift with my sledge and bombing it
0: for those not uh, au fait with skiing terminology, as I'm not, what's mm. a boot bang? Oh,
1: I think it's—I don't know—possibly made it up when you basically bruise your shins. God, I know what an unpleasant sport. But anyway, good fun it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. I do love skiing. I could ski all day long every day if it was good conditions, but you can bike all day every day any conditions so Correct. supersedes skiing but um yeah so then you were the the savior when i went to um heaven and I, I i can't remember i really wanted to wake up um having peed my pants what was that one where the boys flip down the hill
0: it's um robbie and Buick's nightmare yeah. run down death mountain that is a quality film when he calls the timeout and he's he's weed himself yeah
1: and he meets the um woman in angel i think she is yeah um but i think it didn't work with the skiing attire so we'll save that one for another time
0: yeah i mean you're gonna struggle to make it look like you wear yourself on waterproof tracks oh no i you. did
1: i did i did do it i knew that was in the back of my mind for a few years after that disappointment of not getting that done <laughs> <laughs> and then um what's that film where lachlan is sort of like joking about lachlan
0: Lachlan's join in the, the squad.
1: No, joining the squad and he's going to bed. Um, oh, yeah. And, and he's, he's going, night-night, fag, night-night, Joey, and then goes to sleep and is then the scene plays and then he wakes up and then he's pissed himself.
0: Is it back in the band? Mm. Something, something... No, I think you need to bleep you. You, you. you used to know what you were, Joe. I'm
1: just to... muttering on now. Just... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing on here. I know what this is called. It's called I filmed you in that as well
0: yeah i don't I don't turn up now oh
1: that's amazing there I mean, oh, are so many classics here when um we met in Dunkeld just to film that a little bit, got a good day's biking in Dunkeld in the downhill tracks, and then filmed a bit of you telling Lachlan to get in the videos you needs to creep about the boys,
0: yeah <laughs> that one took so, well, basically, I went for a, a ride with my mate downey, and yeah. then we met you and he quite quickly cottoned on to the fact that you weren't going to let us leave without me doing a load of filming. So he just left.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It was just like, I'm going to have to go. I've got a wife and kids at home. And you were like, cool. See you later. <laughs> and um, then I think that was the first, one of the first times where oh. me and Lachlan nailed it every time, despite it being quite, cause I was appearing behind him on his bike. Yeah.
1: Oh, and then, and then surprised, yeah.
0: the, um,
1: oh dreams shattered
0: that's the one that's the and one, yeah. um then you'd go and watch it back and your hand was sort of <laughs> wobbling because <laughs> yeah. you couldn't keep you were chuckling away that's to yourself that's
1: the problem the film needs to contain it, contain themselves as well yeah i
0: mean most of the time it's what get like the foot usually you know it's going to be good if nobody can keep the face straight that's yeah. like right just keep doing it until you know yeah. you can do it with a straight face and then me and Lachlan tried and actually do it with a straight face and there's you in the background <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Stifling, which doesn't really help all that much.
1: No, and then you ride off... or then Lachlan rides off and you're just sat on his seat behind him. That was later. so sketchy. <laughs> so creepy I mean, well. like,
0: ske- Lachlan's sketchy enough on a bike with one person on it. Mm-hmm. Trying to add me in a bed sheet to that equation. Yeah. Not so, not so good.
1: So what do you think's better if we're pushing forward with these ideas? What do you think's better? Slightly creepy or... Good old fashioned toilet humour
0: I mean Why not both
1: (laughs) It does inevitably Go down the road of both
0: Yeah I mean I think everybody Because it's It's not actually creepy No it's not I think if it were actually creepy Nobody would watch
1: it No and I would be I would be disappointed in myself if It was actually creepy Yeah
0: Because I think the the... It's not
1: Creepy is not the word then What's the word we're looking for
0: I mean it is creeping But whether it's creepy Because if it was creepy It wouldn't be funny Would it
1: well, what well what would you describe sort of groping someone's chin? <laughs> Groping's the wrong word then. Yeah. You know what I mean? The old chin grab.
0: Yeah. I mean, that is pretty creepy, especially <laughs> if you don't. But in the context, it's not that creepy. It's just funny. Yeah. Okay. Whereas I think if you were to just go up to a random person in the street and grab them by the chin and tell them they need to creep about the boys, <laughs> that's actually creepy, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Keep that chin warm, boy. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think
0: context is important.
1: Okay, so we're just treading the line there.
0: Well, like like you say, the um, the uh, <laughs> mega charm was maybe the wrong side of the of the I right. I think line. it was.
1: I was disappointed at the end of that. I mean, it I was, was kind of a- chuffed because I thought we were for- forging new ground. Well, yeah, but at the same time, the double plot didn't work.
0: I mean, I think it did because it may. I remember watching it. You sent me the like the rough cut, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense, which is usually a good indicator. Yeah. Because like, I don't think there needs to be... Like, a lot of videos go from A to B and might, Or maybe they go to A and C to C via a B. Yeah. And that was just like... There was no sort of logical path that it followed. And sometimes that's the funny bit, is that it's just...
1: Yeah. I just like the summary at the end, when uh, you go to jail go to court at
0: least yeah I was cleared in a court of law incidentally
1: oh yeah For what was your uh, crimes
0: I think I might have just essentially ripped the company off <laughs> just left with all the money
1: and um, I got put on night shift duty for disturbing the seagulls <laughs> on the roof
0: yeah
1: Ferg forgot I think he just got fired. Ferg got
0: fired for keep, for block got fired on the screen.
1: For repeatedly blocking the customer toilet.
0: I mean, why couldn't he use the staff toilet?
1: <laughs> well, that's another question, but maybe he just he's a bit creepy and likes using the customer one. Maybe. Who knows?
0: Funny boy that Ferglam. And
1: I think that's all that there was.
0: Well, you've got to remember Stephen Hughes's um honey honey sale was it honey or beeswax uh no
1: he was a psychiatrist and honey wholesaler What's another it? part of the plot that doesn't make makes any no sense. sense basically i was at his house wanting to film a psychiatrist scene cuz i'd been seeing the hamster visions and then he in his usual way had i think about 20 liters of honey in his shed <laughs> of course um because he like he's got this new genius idea so i don't know if i can say it i'll say it He's turning honey into spicy honey and then shifting it on.
0: No, I think he's turning honey into spicy honey and he's just going to have 20 litres of spicy honey.
1: (laughs) Well, that could be an outcome, but (laughs) I think he's got fingers in pies, so he'll be able to shift it. Anyway, at this stage, he just had 20 litres of honey. Um, So the obvious thing to do was to give me a pot of honey.
0: It makes sense, doesn't it?
1: Well, not really, no, that's the problem. (laughs)
0: Well, sort of. There's certainly the backstory.
1: It makes sense if you know he's actually a honey wholesaler.
0: Yes, but I think there's. Is I'm pretty sure. I know there's a Futurama where they eat royal jelly and have a bit of a a trip, and I think that's based off like parodying a film. Oh, okay. So the whole um, mind games and honey thing
1: is p- possibly a thing that we didn't that I didn't know
0: about. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd imagine most people just thought. What's he doing in a shed? Yeah, yeah. Still think the best, even though it was accidental. I think it's when you go to leave his shed, the oh. backpack strap gets caught in the door. Yeah, it's
1: when they arrive. Yeah, yeah, that's always good. Just leave it running. Yeah, yank it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lack of subtlety always helps in those situations, yeah, especially yeah. for a bit of comedic gold. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'd like to recoil, recoil.
0: You recoil if you want. Um, a story. Recall. Recall. Not recoil. No, that's what I thought. Go Recall. On. A that's... story,
1: or more just an experience that we've shared together, because I think it's a nice... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's just a nice time. Remember when uh, I was on Mountain Bike Cut, you were the sort of team manager? What were you? Liaison manager? You were helping out anyway. Oh, yeah.
0: uh, were you on hotlines? I was probably working for hotlines at the time. Anyway,
1: yeah. we went to Germany... <laughs> and that was possibly the best week of all of our lives, just for absurdity of the whole situation. I mean,
0: yeah, if you're gonna make a trip that you're never gonna forget, that one was pretty, pretty up there.
1: Because we were used to travelling about roughly by ourselves on yeah. this sort of van setup, in in control of your own destiny, uh, in your comfort zone, and then we were on the IXS expenses the first time ever going somewhere on expenses so it was a bit like hire a car hotel but it was also I don't know it was just was it even it was kind of ghetto at the same time it was
0: though. it was definitely um yeah I mean I I mean I also remember um Catherine's dad just decided to join us
1: <laughs> yeah well Catherine had a, uh, I think a broken arm and came as well, so there was Cathro with a broken arm
0: in a separate hire car. Alan, yeah, just us picked. two in a in a car that was not big enough for the two bike boxes we had. Yeah, let alone two other people.
1: And I was navigator, you a driver,
0: and it was the first time I'd driven in Germany, was it? And it's the like you've got every you go onto the slip road for the off the motorway. And you can go straight on and rejoin the motorway or take two rights. Yeah. So you can either go one way on the road that's crossing the motorway you've just come off or go the other way. And uh, But the sat-nav didn't distinguish between the two.
1: Yes, I remember... Um... Some road rage happening because I was navigating, unfortunately, for you, but also for Ben and Alan who were in the car behind us.
0: I mean, it was fine on the way out because we weren't in a rush, but on the way, I mean, the entire story's comical because we had the apple juice disease. Basically, I was too skint because I think the idea was it was on expenses, but anything I bought, I had to pay for and then claim it back. Yes. And I didn't have any money. So I probably, at breakfast on the first day of practice, I drank probably about a litre and a half of apple juice.
1: You've just got to get it where you can these you days, do. can't you?
0: And all the signs that said, you know, don't make sandwiches for lunch while we were there <laughs> making, clearly making sandwiches for lunch.
1: Yeah. Sneaking them out in our socks. <laughs> no, not quite, but...
0: And, I mean, we would have done if we could. Yeah. I think I was too poor for socks at that point. That was the main issue. But, yeah... I mean, I remember it being roasting like 37 degrees during the day and it was back where I had like a Dainese full bodysuit. Were you writing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then remember just being like, oh, all that vitamin C is going to town on my insides. (laughs) I I think there was one toilet in that, like the entirety of the Winterberg Resort, there was like one toilet. Yeah. And just, oh man, it was like full cabin doors to manual was not fun at all and then you know when you feel hollow afterwards and just like oh god it's still 37 degrees and i'm still in a full face helmet and let's go and try to do some meaningful
1: so this is where you um i mean i just love this image uh you went to the toilet i was out practicing i think yeah and um let some squitters out (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then the guy in the cubicle next door started laughing No, um, and then that made you laugh which made you squit more
0: (laughs) Squirt is such a horrendous word Um, When I got to the, There was one cubicle And a load of urinals And when I got to the toilet the uh, It was in use Yeah, And it, I was just like It's coming out whether I want it to or not Not the guy in the cubicle as in Yeah <laughs> And uh, basically the, I heard the door unlock And basically barged my way in As he was coming out Didn't just be like Yeah sure out you come, mate. Just sort of, (laughs) just like, get out of my way. Um, And then, yeah, was trying to nurse it because I knew it was going to be a noisy one and was just like, oh, like, there's no way of doing it quietly. And remember, like, having to sneeze or cough and it basically, again, cabin doors to manual and started laughing. And then the guys outside the cubicle clearly heard and started laughing, which made me laugh. And it was just like... Oh it was appalling. It was like a, a fecal Jackson Pollock. <laughs> it was a, absolutely shocking scenes.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was oblivious to all this. Yeah. I just my, my guts obviously can handle a liter and a half of apple juice slightly better than yours
0: clearly. Um yeah, and then I remember doing the bike race and coming mid pack like I always do. Um and what like Cathro was um well, Alan was like, we need to leave, or mm-hmm. we should have left quite a while ago and we couldn't find you anywhere. Yeah. And you'd ended up coming third.
1: I had a so there a podium orange and, blood.
0: Yeah, a podium and prize money to collect, as you do when you're a professional bicycle racer. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, you wouldn't pick up your phone. Um, nobody knew where you... Nobody knew where... The, anyone that I could speak to didn't know where the podiums were. I was like, surely it can't be that hard. And then... I remember you appearing at the car and Alan just been like blood red in the face, just like we should have left 54 minutes ago. And then fully maxing out the lack of um, speed limit on that first bit of motorway. Oh, yeah, you were flying. Um And I remember you asking me to just tone it down. I know, I, I, I'm a... I mean, was a
1: safe driver in my youth.
0: Slow cars going very fast is no, not a good thing. and the road
1: had a bit of wobble to it.
0: Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's when the, um, Alan was basically tailing us the whole way because we had the sat-nav. And then I took one wrong turn and you could see. <laughs> in
1: the mirror behind. You could
0: feel the rage through the 30 feet between us and his car and just like, if you knew where we were going, why didn't you just go that way?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, like, the funny thing is, I think me and you are both the same way. In this situation, it, we just get the giggles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I remember going, I remember getting, took the wrong turn. and Basically, the road we were on was running exactly the same direction as the motorway. So it wasn't that but much. But it a, was
1: about five mile, five uh, kilometers an hour. Slower. slower, or slow traffic. Was it not a traffic? I think we well? got
0: stuck in traffic on the, close the on the motorway, and then we got stuck behind a tractor on the smaller road. That was what it was. And I just overtook it because you overtake a tractor if it's doing twenty mile an hour, and this just flipped Alan off again because like <laughs> we should what?
1: probably add to this that Alan's uh, the nicest guy ever. Oh, and but oh, big Looked time. after us at every STA before that yep. situation. Maybe no, he also Maybe went, he just doesn't like being late for aer- airplanes.
0: No. Um, he also, um, when I landed in Edinburgh, eventually I didn't have any money to get a taxi home because the, like now it would just be obvious, like the airport bus isn't going to let me take a bike box on it. Yeah. And he was just like, do you need some money? And I was like, yeah, that's 20 quid. I was like, thanks. Yeah. Um, hooking you up there. But he was definitely not happy about me overtaking the tractor or going the wrong way. And then we—I remember getting to the airport, dropping the hire car off. Everything was fine, actually. Back, back. back no, a because
1: I—you had not—you didn't have enough money to fill the to car to fill up. the
0: car up. And then, so you went in with your winnings, and so we wouldn't have been able to refill the car if you hadn't missed. If you if you'd yeah. missed the podium, yeah, we'd have just have to return the car empty.
1: <laughs> Filled it up, and there's me grinning I Remember, remember the you
0: is. just like howling with laughter coming out, and all, and you just handed me an ice cream called Bum Bum, which was a very nice bubblegum-flavoured f- ice cream. delicious. I,
1: if I remember correctly, the stick holding the ice cream was
0: bubblegum. It was edible, yeah. Edible. Well, not edible, but... Chewable. Yeah, great idea.
1: Uh, and I just knew in the back of my mind that I'm going to be invoicing IXS a week later with, for some fuel and two Bum Bums.
0: <laughs> I mean, that was... I remember you sending me the, the, the receipt and just being like, that's definitely getting submitted. There's not many times you get to no. put them for 50 litres of petrol and a two-times bum-bum.
1: No. Yeah, that was brilliant. That was good fun. And
0: then we got to the airport and the plane was delayed. Oh, yeah. So we end, I think we ended up having like about four hours in the airport and I was wanted to say to Alan, you see, it, you know, it was nothing. Like I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> but... Alan, like um, his son, is quite a tall gentleman and probably would have just pulled my arms out of their sockets.
1: Yeah. And then I remember, that's was a good old days, this, because I remember at the scanning desk for my hand luggage, for some reason I had a like a full-sized Park Tools pedal spanner <laughs> in my hand luggage. looked a bit like a meat cleaver, and they were like, oh, you can't take that through. That's basically a weapon. And I was just like... Oh come on! I love that tool. That's a brilliant tool. Now I'll go in then. <laughs> Don't think they'd say that now. No, they definitely can't just be. say that you like it. So can I just yeah. take it through?
0: Um, it's good times. It's good times. So yeah. So what is a Munro, Pete? Man, just so we you know, a Munro is a Scottish mountain over nine hundred and fourteen meters or three thousand feet, and there oh, are two hundred eighty-two of them yeah. in Scotland. So there's a
1: there's a lot of medium-sized mountains in Scotland. Yeah. And a lot of them, have
0: got excellent paths or ice mean, paths or stalking paths. So. If people didn't want to shoot deer, there would we, be like a lot path. of hills wouldn't have these amazing. And it's all we've got the ice age to thank as well, dropping yeah. all that lovely moraine on the hill for the gillies to build wonderful yeah. paths out of.
1: About a hundred years ago, was that when this? I genuinely have no style. idea, I but about hundred years ago, they're all
0: beautifully crafted.
1: Yeah, they put put some stone pitching paths into the hills. Yeah, which are now pretty much not used by store because they're just getting an Argo cat and
0: <laughs> yeah, just going rally, <laughs> rally up the, up the, yeah. the hill. Um, paths are still there, but yeah, so back then it was, and they were all cut by hand. Yeah, and they're built to last, which is why they're still there. So I can I can see why you why you're into this discipline, taking yeah. off hills. Scarrowirich. Um, Right. Absolutely cracking descent because it's got that Stalker's path most of the way up it. Yeah, I did that with uh, Rosie first time on the Canovo SL and hit a turn so hard to unclip both my feet and almost high sided, <laughs> and it <that> was just <laughs> a moment of absolute madness. And sometimes bikes just sort of bring a stupid sort of approach to riding out of you, and that was one of those bikes. Yeah, it just it didn't feel like I could overshoot the mark; mm-hmm. like the bike was always. Like, if I was going to run out of talent, it was going to be long before the bike did.
1: I think that's one of the best things about bikes, blowing both feet off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's like nothing
1: finer than blowing both feet.
0: I turned more than the bike did.
1: And just riding out however you can. Just, like,
0: smash my, the inside of my left knee against the frame. <laughs> yeah. I hit it so hard. And,
1: oh, I've done that a few times. It's good and fun.
0: And I've, like, fully overstepped the mark on that occasion. Yeah. Um, so you and, noted
1: that one. You remembered that one. Cool. And we've got
0: wonderful access rights here, which I think is yeah. sort of very easy to take for granted.
1: Yeah, well, so that's basically right to roam on foot or a bike. Or a horse, I believe. Or a horse.
0: But I think the um, crucial part of that is, um, A, just because you've got a right doesn't mean you have to like exercise it. Like, it doesn't so, mean you have to buy a horse. It doesn't mean you have to buy a horse. You don't have to do that. But more like I think people see the right to roam as the right to do whatever they want oh, no, you rather still don't. than um, responsible access. it the right to responsible yeah, access. Yeah, so you, you don't light fires. You don't let your dogs off the lead to murder all the grand nesting birds and all that kind of stuff. No, the dogs think, have a right to roam. I don't know. I think the right applies to humans. In, and horses. Well, I, would the horse go up a mountain without the human attached to it? Well, not it attached. It has, has the right, surely. I don't think the – I think it's a horse rider has the right and the horse is kind of like –
1: Like a bike.
0: Yeah. In a a weird way. In a a very strange way. But, yeah, yeah, I think people sometimes misconstrue the right to roam as, you know, just do what you want. And it's really not the case. We've the right to responsible access.
1: Yeah. But, anyway, we tap into that, get out in the hills, have a lovely time. Really good. And uh, So, what have you –
0: yes, basically, what have you got on next week?
1: Let's take take the uh, time frame in.
0: Um, sit down. My legs are quite tired. Um, I've got a couple of shoots next week.
1: Possibly with me, you reminded me about earlier.
0: I've, yes, we were going to do it this week, um, and it just sort of didn't work out. Um. Yeah.
1: So that's some photos up high, I'm thinking.
0: I don't want to give I don't want to give it away and somebody go and steal my idea before (laughs) we've gone and done it, Joe. man It's a, it's a good one. It's, it's definitely up your street. It involves a small ferry.
1: Ooh. Love it. Right, I'll um, be there. I like boats. Um, Try not to fall in.
0: And I've been, by my pal that knows where we're going, I've been guaranteed sea eagles.
1: Oh, yeah? In
0: hand? Not sea eagles. I don't th- I don't think you'd want sea eagles in hand. They are fairly sizable animals.
1: Yeah. No, I'd be keen to see one. We saw one about three weeks ago. They, Glen- are, they are enormous. Big things. But that was miles away, up, yeah. up above us.
0: So and then, yeah, just um, the usual summer of madness lots of bike riding and taking yeah. photos and that kind of jazz What so. on is it? it's going to and be good then, stuff and uh, then yeah go and eat some chicken tikka I think
1: yeah we're scheduled in for a Spice Tandoori later
0: with local legend Bob Man Bob at Hyde
1: yeah so safe to say we're going to the Tandoori it's not a safe word so we'll see you later <laughs> cheers Pete Man so that was Pete Scullion on the mic chatting a few stories and um, hopefully a few more interviews with Pete man coming up because I enjoyed that. Next up, possibly Joe Connell. We shall see. He's been penciled in for a while now coming through from Inverness and uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers now. Bye now.